Willkommen zum das Two Up Top, der besten Fußballshow in der Welt. How good was that German flow? Servus und Grüezi aus äh, Deutschland. Vielen Dank, vielen Dank. You can show all your German friends now that it is a multilingual show. Two up top, five in midfield. Gav Mack, Flo Wolfram, Alex Osborne. How are you, gentlemen? Very well. Good to see. Uh, good to see Flo again. It's been a while since I've done one with, one, of the, one of these with Flo. Yeah, good to see you guys. It's an honor for me to be the first time here in the top five. Welcome, welcome to the show, Monfrey. Yeah. Welcome to the show. So today it is our top five German footballers of all time. Now, there's very contrasting names in this list. There's a couple of regulars. There's a couple of what? But uh, you know, it wouldn't be it wouldn't be five in the field if it wasn't like that. So I'm going to get us going. Number five, uh-huh. Mehmet Scholl. <laughs> Man, I what? love. I love Mehmet Scholl. He is, I don't know how rated he is in Germany, but for me, he's one of the most underrated P players in the history of mankind. Um, what a brilliant, what a brilliant footballer he was. We've just, uh, we just had Jack join us. So he's, uh, he's, he's just wandering into the show. There he is. Bonjour, Jack. We've just kicked off, but that's fine. Uh, you know, uh, so that, that's fine. I'll spell my name here. wrong as well. Oh, he spelled his name. He doesn't know how to spell his name. Welcome to the show, Jack. Jack is from is from oh, is from for the love of lists, and he's wearing a German shirt as well. And by the way, you can follow us all on. Yeah, I'm glad Twitter. you you were thinking the same. That is fine. That is fine. So as I was kicking off, it's my number five. My number five is. Mehmet Scholl, and I love Mehmet Scholl. What a midfielder he was! He just got involved with stuff. You know, he won the title seventy-five years on the spin for Bayern Munich as well. What a player! And I just love him. He's a great player. Shall, shall I say you a nice quote from him? Go on. Uh, one time he was asked by a journalist, or he said to a journalist, uh, someone was asking me, or the, the women in Munich were asked whether they uh, could imagine sleeping with Mehmet Scholl. The one half said maybe, the other half said not again. That's what he said about himself. <laughs> Brilliant. Oh, <laughs> and that's, uh, another thing. Kind of a rock star in Germany. There you go. And that, well, it, it's even more concrete into my top five. Number four, Andreas Muller. He upset. He upsets a lot of English people. Yes, I'm English myself, but <clears throat> come on, man, the guy is just cool as ice. You know, he won the Champions League with Dortmund. I see Jack wearing a Dortmund shirt there. You know, he, what what a player is. Yeah. I, was, I was confused as to whether to put him or Thomas Hessler in. And I was like, I can't put them both in because then that will affect my top three. Uh, one of uh, one of Andreas Moller's teammates is my number three. Matthias Sammer. It seems like you picked your childhood heroes. That's pretty much what I've done. That's pretty much what I've done. That's why I've gone with my list. And I've also gone with players that I've that I remember seeing as well. So, you know, I just wanted to I just wanted to go down that route. Matthias Sammer could play centre mid, could play CDM, could play as a sweeper, could play in the back four. Libero, mate. Honestly, Libero, championship manager. You know, that is the guy who 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 bosses that, but not as well as the guy at number two. Lothar Mateus. I always forget that Lothar Mateus played for Inter Milan. And I he was always, with him. Yeah, I always forget that. 
and I don't know why. Um, I don't know where Jack's gone. I'm sure he'll be back in a couple of moments. But yeah, what a what a player what a player he was. Uh, look, look at his trophy history. He won the World Cup with him as well. Is Lofa Mateus, I don't think there's enough superlatives for him. You know, the guy is an absolute tank. Yeah, and he has the most caps for Germany. Yeah, exactly. What was it? He played five European championships. Just imagine yeah. that. From 1980 to 2000. How many people can boast that? You yeah. know, what, 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 what a guy. And my number one, if you, uh, you know, I arguably one of the best goalkeepers of all time. Holy Khan, man. Got to have Oli Khan in there. He's he's literally one of my favorite. All those five players. Best, best keeper of all time for me. Yeah, literally, he's the goat. He's the goat goalkeeper. And it, I'm trying to think like who else would, would be on that on that list. Like Buffon would be on that list, but this is a German day today. Manuel Neuer. So, Manuel Neuer. No, no, great footballer, not a great goalkeeper. Yeah. Neuer won the World Cup. Khan didn't. Very true, very true. But no, um, Oli Khan is also the last goalkeeper yeah, that, to win the Ballon d'Or. He didn't win the Ballon d'Or. He was second, Khan. like Neuer. Oh, he was, weren't he? Get that. <laughs> Khan was second in 2002 and Neuer was second in uh, 2014. No, yeah, he won Golden Glove that year. My bad. Yeah, that's true. My bad. Um, right, um, that's my top five. That's what I'm going with. Uh, Jack, welcome to the show, son. And um, you, you can see, as I said, underneath... Follow us on on all social media. And if you want to see some other list-style podcasts or well, listen to them, you listen to Jack's one there, For the Love of Lists or FTLOL, and you'll be able to listen to that on anchor.fm forward slash FTLOL podcast. Right, Jack, who's your number five? My number five is your number one. So that's Oliver Kahn. Oh, you Oh, his internet is struggling. Poor Jacques. I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure he'll be back in a second. He might need to That's go onto a mobile bank still. Oh, Oli Khan. Oh, he keeps popping up and disappearing. Come on, Jack. You could do this, son. You could do this. Um, in the meantime, Oli Khan. I honestly thought that he was. Uh, I honestly thought he won the, yeah, the Ballon d'Or. He didn't actually... Absolute nutter as well. Is is an absolute beast of a bloke, isn't he? Is that better, Jack? Hello. Sorry, I crashed out there. I, I don't know how much you caught with that. Uh, we, um, we literally caught your... My, yeah, my number I've got five. Khan at number five. Yeah. Um, who, yeah, my number five is Oliver Khan. Happy days. Why have you gone in um, at number five? Yeah, he's for me. He's the best keeper of all time. He's just scary to play against. I wouldn't. I wouldn't want to be a striker playing against him. Just didn't top he? Keeper, top penalty saver. Just won the lot, didn't he? At Bayern, was around for he, ages. He did that thing, that charity thing as well, where you know if the kids score, the kids were allowed to go on the pitch and score past him, and he didn't let any penalties in. He's that much of a winner. I love yeah. him. Yeah. Who's your number it. four? My number four is Philip Lahm. So, I mean, he's he's got an argument to be the best left back and the best right back of the past sort of twenty years or so. And yeah, he's Mister Versatile. He obviously, did a good job in midfield for four or five years as well. Mm. Underrated captain. I think Pep called him the 
most intelligent player he's ever played with. And well, when I watched Bayern dismantle us at the Emirates, he was the best player on the park in 2013 and 2014 for me. Um, mm-hmm. He's yeah, he's just so good. He can he can play anywhere. He could probably play up front. Uh, he probably could. The manager put him up there. He's that good. I remember that worldie that he scored in uh, World Cup 2002, one of the opening goals, wasn't it? Uh, against Costa Rica. Yeah, yeah was, like, Costa I'm Rica, that. yeah. 2006, was yeah. 2006, my apologies. Yeah, I'm really World terrible Cup. with my stats today, ain't I? What's going uh, on? I'll, I'll, get, I'll, I'll make it better. Who's your number three, Jack? Uh, my number three, I think he was your number two, uh, Lotus Mateus. Just, yeah, just a top, top player. Played at the top for 20-odd years and... Yeah, he won the lot, didn't he? Uh, he was, he could do it all, and I think he's he's the only German to win World Player of the Year. Um, so yeah, for me, he's, he's got to be right up there. Who's your number two? My number two is Gerd Müller. So I know you you guys might have gone down the route of players that you've you've sort of seen live, but I, I couldn't leave Gerd out. Gerd Muller, mate. His, his record's insane. Legit. Legit he, striker. He's got, more, he's got more goals and games for Germany. And he was, what, he was the top scorer in the World Cup history for like 30-odd years. That, I think that's the only time really that Germany had two of the very best players at the same time playing for them in the 70s. Mm. Um, and yeah, he, he's hard pushed for my number one. Uh, my number one being his teammate, Franz Beckenbauer. Well, now there's no, there's no really no he, argument really there, is there? Yeah, he's he's arguably in my greatest ever eleven. Um, reinvented the sweeper role, playing midfield, playing defence. Look at Alex's and, you know, face. You're including your management on there as well. He, he, I think he's the only until Deschamps did it. He was the only guy to to captain. And manage a World Cup winning team and yeah, yeah. A quality, quality player. Damn right, damn right. Alex, coming to you, pal. Well, I'll let, okay. I'll let the German take it home, you see. That's what I'm doing. I'm letting the German yeah. take it home. I think, uh, I, think, I, think, I think it's only right. I think it's only right. Um, so, uh, my number five, um, and can I just preface this as saying that I could have made about three or four different lists for this. There's been, uh, yeah, unfortunately, from an English point of view, uh, Germany being uh, obviously a rival of ours, there's been they've been pretty good at football these last forty to fifty years, uh, unfortunately, which means that they've had quite a lot of good players. So uh, it was quite difficult narrowing it down to just five. But coming in at number five, and there could have been a number of different players here, but mainly because I saw him play, uh, and I really liked him. The, I really liked the way that he played, and he always seemed to be a bit of a jovial character, which. We were led to believe by the press that Germans weren't jovial. So, um, yeah, uh, his there name no is... no funny Germans in the world. Yeah. Uh, his name is Jürgen Klinsmann, number five. Um, yeah, Jürgen. What, one of the best, uh, best strikers. Best and, uh, yeah, that image there where Floyd said about how he once kicked over or kicked into uh, an advertising stand, a bit like Murray Ketzbeier, but obviously I'm guessing Jürgen did it first. Um, but he played for a number of clubs across Europe, including Inter Milan, Monaco, obviously his couple of spells that he had at Tottenham Hotspur, and then mainly Bayern Munich. Uh, and I think he started off his career at Stuttgart, actually. Uh, but he scored he's scored nearly 50 goals for Germany. He won. He played a, a vital role in their World Cup win in 1990. 
their Euro- Euros win in 1996. And then we can't forget the fact that he was actually manager of the uh, of the national team as well when they came, was it third in the World Cup in 2006? So he's done all sorts for Germany and I, I think quite rightly should be held in quite high, high esteem uh, within the Germany football community. Who's your number four? I can't have a Tottenham guy on the top five. <laughs> uh, well, <laughs> it does pain me, but you know, it, unfortunately, you have to, you have to, uh, uh, you have to recognise what he's done for him. Uh, okay, and we, know so Steve, four, and we know Stephen Buck as well. We know Stephen Buck. We need a Tottenham reference. Um, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. I don't know. If get re- I don't know if we're going to get a Leeds reference in. We always seem to have one of those either. Uh, anyway, uh, number four uh, is Karl Heinz Rummenigger. Um, oh yeah, that's a shout. So, um, mm-hmm. he, along with uh, another player that's going to uh, appear on my list, I would say that they were kind of like the forefathers of German football and they played prominent roles in a more administrative role in very recent years. I know, I know he's still involved with Bayern Munich uh, behind the scenes and he's their chairman, isn't he, actually, to be fair. So, that's quite a prominent role for Bayern Munich. But still... He made he ne- he played nearly nine he played ninety five times for Germany or West Germany as it was back then again scoring nearly fifty goals and mm. he finished runner up in the World Cup in the eighties twice um, won the Euros uh, for them in nineteen eighty and he was uh, he was a he was a prolific striker um, and yeah I mean who, tell me tell me a person that hasn't heard of Karl Heinz Rummenigge I think that he'd be very well known across world football. You know, and yeah. that's a testament yeah. to what he was as a player and as a and as in his current uh, standing as chairman of Bayern Munich. Happy days. Who's your number three? My number three is uh, also was on Jack's list. Is uh, Gerd Müller? Um, Interesting. Uh, well, you can't, you can't, you can't ignore him. As as Jack uh, as Jack said, he actually scored more goals for Germany than he played games, and well. We only reserve those kind of statements for players like Lionel Messi and Cristiano Ronaldo, who score more goals than they do uh, games uh, that they've played in. But he actually did it, and he was a deadly striker. He was, as Jack said, he was the top goal scorer in the World Cup for a long time before, obviously, uh, Ronaldo came along, and then um, Miroslav Klose after that. Another German that could have been appeared on this list, uh, but he was uh, instrumental in building Germany as the national powerhouse that they would become. Mm-hmm. Um, you've got to kind of recognise that kind of importance to the, to the, to the nation. Yeah. Who's your number two? Number two. And my number two, and I'll preface this by saying of the modern era, and I'm saying in the last 20 years, I believe he's the best German player of that last, of, of these last 20 years. Um, and that is Tony Cruz. Oh, well, I, I thought you were going to say Ulf Kirsten. <laughs> <laughs> Ulf Kirsten is the best German striker in the 90s, for sure. <laughs> so, Tony Cruz, I mean, this guy's done it all. He's he's won numerous Bundesligas. He won the Champions League with Bayern Munich. Um, and then he went to Real Madrid and won numerous Champions Leagues with them. And obviously La Liga's. All mm. the while, he's been in the engine room in the in both midfields. And also, obviously, with Germany, he won the World Cup with them in 2014, mm-hmm. finished up uh, the runners-up in Euros a couple of times as well. And 
he's that good he has a he has a move kind of named after him i believe it's the uh, cruise shuffle or something where he kind of drops his shoulder and what lets players go past him he'll just go back the other way and his passing range is incredible he can he can tick over the tempo he can take games by the scruff of his neck and he's the only player that i i know that can score 35 yard bangers just by passing the ball into the back of the net oh That's yeah cool. mate honestly <laughs> tony rose is yeah. such an animal Animal. Can you can you imagine that you uh, changed to Real Madrid for only twenty five millions in two thousand nineteen? I, know, I, know. I think that's going to be one of the biggest like deals. Twenty five millions. Yeah, that's got to be one of the biggest deals of all time. And yeah. thinking about it, that probably should have appeared on our that should have appeared on our best transfer uh, one that we did. Yes, it but, should. Um, have. Thinking back uh, to it, yeah. Yeah, we'll have yeah. To do it I personally think that he's the best German player that we've seen in the last twenty years. Considering what he's done at club and, in, and international level. Happy days. Who's your number one? Number one. I mean, it couldn't be anyone other than Franz Beckenbauer. Franz. He's he's the godfather of German football. I think you can trace everything back to pretty much. I know Germany won Germany won the World Cup in the what 1954, but really Franz Beckenbauer was the first superstar of world football, and he built German football up to be, as I say the powerhouse they are today. He also managed them. He was a manager of Bayern Munich, obviously synonymous with Bayern and Germany. And, well, uh, we were speaking with Flo briefly before we came on air and he was saying that, you know, if Franz Beckenbauer was to say the football was not round and it was square, everyone would believe him. Um, he's that much of a influence in, in, in German football. So I can imagine that uh, any list without him, <coughs> Gav, um, would... Uh, <laughs> I've never seen him. I've never seen him live. I've never seen him live. Oh, so therefore, well, that's what I've uh, done. Anyway. I've, I've done it based on players that I've seen live. I've never seen him live because I wasn't born yet. But you were, Alex. Um, a couple of comments yes. um, is <laughs> Mitchell, Mitchell Weiser. Um, Mitchell Weiser, legend. Uh, coming there from Philip Rice. Uh, yeah. Then best, best uh, right back. Mitchell Weiser in the world. <laughs> Kai Havertz, best German Jesus. player. Kai Havertz. Jesus Christ. I guess there's a Leverkusen squad up there in the comments. Yeah, uh, there you go. And then um, there's, there's, you're getting some love there from Marcus. I uh, love you guys. <laughs> there you go. Right, coming to you, coming to you now, son. Right, you are our German insider. So therefore, I'm expecting big stuff from you. No pressure. Okay, no okay, pressure. okay. Well, first of all, I have to say that I didn't pick a goalkeeper. Because obviously Germany is the country with the best goalkeepers in the world. There could be a single top five only for German goalkeepers. German goalkeepers. Because we have so that. many great yeah, German goalkeepers. I believe England would love to take our fifth goalkeeper from the national team. It would, even, uh, would still be better than, I don't know, Jordan Pickford with his mini arms. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even argue against it. <laughs> Who's your number five, Flozif? Uh, how far is Carrius on the list? Carrius, Carrius, Carrius is probably he would get in here to pick number twenty or something. He would get in here to Pickford. That's a different story for a different time. Oh my god, I could go on like that. Jesus. Uh, right, Flozif, number five, go for me. Okay, start with number five. It's Fritz Walter. Obviously, Fritz. I haven't seen him because he was the skipper of the German national team with the first World Cup win in 1955. And I uh, tried to choose my players regarding their importance for German football in, uh, in common or in general. And Fritz oh, okay. Walter, he was the head 
of this team. He was one of the, or he maybe was the main reason that we won this World Cup because uh, he was in a room together with Helmut Rahn, who scored uh, the goal to the three to two against Hungary, scored the final goal. And Helmut Rahn was kind of a troublemaker in his uh, back in his days, and Fritz Walter managed to, uh, yeah, to have an eye on him during the World Cup, educated him a little, and. In Germany, we have a, a saying, Fritz Walter weather. If it's raining, it's Fritz Walter weather. So <laughs> the German team, the legend says the German team was uh, in their hotel before the match. It was sunny and all of a sudden it started raining and everyone was believing, the whole team was believing, okay, we can win today because it's raining, it's Fritz Walter weather. So the Hungarians have no uh, chance against us. And what happened? We won the World Cup, what a miracle, in 1955 against uh, four years unbeaten Hungary. So Fritz Walter definitely yeah. has to be in that list. Man, man like Fritz. Who's your number four? My number four is Miroslav Klose. It's Polish, I mate. thought about... Yeah, I thought... <laughs> ah, okay. Null and void. Your list is null and void. You picked a poll. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we are such a multicultural uh, country. We have so many people from uh, from other countries coming. Yeah, you had Asamoah up top for a little while, problem. didn't you? Christ. Anyway, <laughs> remember our 2014 squad with Kidira, Özil, Podolski. I don't know. So we take them all. Okay, Miroslav Klose. I was thinking about get Müller first, as you had outlined before. He had uh, more goals than games for the German national team, but Klose was. As important as Müller, maybe maybe more because he has more World Cup goals, and he's a player who was always loved by the fans of his clubs. He was loved mm. in Kaiserslautern, in Bremen, in Munich, not that much, but in Ro uh, Lazio Roma when he was very old at the end of his career. And what I love about him most is that he didn't come from a professional academy. So when he was mm. 19, he was playing in I don't know seventh or eighth league in Germany. And he managed his way to the tops only four years later. He was in the World Cup final 2002. And uh, the rest is history. Wow. So, wow. wow. I, I don't actually know he came. I, I thought he came from an academy. That's brilliant. I love that. Um, Polish version of Ian Wright. Po Polish Ian Wright. That's exactly who it is. Um, yeah. who, who's, who's the Polish Kevin Davis? Who's your number three? <laughs> My number three has already been mentioned before. It's Philip Lahm. For me, uh, one of the best left of uh, right backs in the history of German or world football. He was crucial for the uh, World Cup win in 2014 mm -hmm. because as a right back, he was unbelievably important for the German national team. When he played the right back, players like Ronaldo, we played against him many times in tournaments, or Messi in the final had no chance. And uh, in the midfield, he was wasted for the German national team at that time because we had many good midfielders, but no good mm -hmm. right backs. Mm -hmm. When he switched to the position of the right back after the uh, or in the quarterfinal against France, this was the point or the turning point for the German national team when it, was, it became obvious that we could win and uh, finally won the World Cup again. Yeah, love that. Um, would have been a whole different story if Higuain knew how to uh, put a ball in the back of the net. Who's your number two? My number two already has been mentioned. It's Loda Matthäus. Loda, as we say in Germany, he's definitely, well, he would be definitely a well-deserved number one because he has the most caps. He's, uh, he was the engine of the World Cup 1990. But after his career, 
as a player, he was a mess. You know, he was always hanging up with different girls, had many scandals. He was just made ridiculous of in German media. What a guy. And he can't speak really good English and was like, uh, you treat me like a child. If you don't respect me, I don't respect you. Uh, you I only do this for Mr. Nasser tonight. And, oh, he, he was trying to transfer German uh, sayings to English. So he's, he was at a press conference and said, my English is not the yellow from the egg. What what kind of means in German, you know, it's, it's not that good. But no one did understand him. And, uh, <laughs> that's why he can't be number one, but he definitely needs to be number two. <laughs> Can I just say that Germany kit that you just showed him in in that picture? Oh, I love that kit. That was a, that was a. Oh, this one, yeah, this, yeah, this, nineteen ninety. Yeah, yeah, that's nineteen ninety. Yeah. That is arguably the best German kit going. That yeah. one, I love that. Definitely, one. for sure, no doubt about that. Who's your number one? My number one. There can be only one number one if you talk about German football, and it's obviously Franz Beckenbauer. Oh, it's. Oh, I, I, I thought I thought you were going to say Paul Lambert. Yeah. If you remember Paul Lambert moved moved to moved to Dortmund because they thought he was going to be able to get caps for Germany. <laughs> oh no, I didn't know that. There you go, Franz Beckenbauer, of course. Yeah, and maybe one thing about Beckenbauer you didn't mention: he uh, won many trophies with Bayern Munich, but changed to Cosmos New York. And came back to the Bundesliga to Hamburg just to prove again that he was the best because he was champion with Hamburg again that year when he re- when he returned to Germany. So, wow. just a great yeah. footballer. Wow. Yeah, was that the, was that the same Hamburg team as uh, Kevin, Kevin Keegan? Keegan? Yeah, I believe it was after Kevin Keegan. Kevin Keegan oh, wow. joined ha- Hamburg in '77 and left them in '79, and Beckenbauer joined them in '80 or '1980 or '81. So they. Yeah, they each other. Didn't they win, didn't they win the, when did they win the European Cup? Hamburg? 83. 83, yeah, yeah. that's it, yeah. Absolutely. I believe he joined them in 81, became German champion in 82 and uh, ended, uh, finished his career. And in 83, Hamburg won the Champions Cup, yeah. That's brilliant. Well, that was our top five Germans. I've, I've seen many people put their list of Germans. What do you think of ours? Do you agree? Do you disagree? Do you want to see Mehmet Scholl a little bit more often? I'm sure you do. But we'll be back. Uh, <laughs> the top fives will be back next week, Thursday, at five o'clock at the normal time. We'll be letting you guys know exactly what we're talking about on our show that week. You can also follow everything on social media down there um we got jack with us from ftlol the for the love of list podcast you can listen to them on anchor.fm forward slash ftlol podcast and they go mad into some like real depth about some lists there a couple of that i've listened to so far uh, top 10 football boots of all time that's a that's a shout out one. I really enjoy that one. Um, they they do their national ones as well. Heard their Germany <laughs> my one. Least favorite one to be. Is it? Oh, I like that yeah. one. I like that one. Um, the, the top. Yeah. The, the top oh, I'm not. The top. I'm not an expert on boots. No, but, I've got one pair of boots. Yeah, that's it. I'm like a typical German. I have just black and white boots. Kaiser. Yeah. Yeah, Kaiser, yeah. Kaiser boots. But yeah, you can find out everything what we're doing on on our page on facebook.com forward slash two up top football. But for myself and the boys, thank you. Thank you. And goodbye.